With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. It's James here with the Ghost Goons. Um, and no Adam on the other side this time. We yeah. actually have Spencer here today. Hey, everybody. How's it going? He is hosting with me. Um, Adam is doing something better, apparently, or something. <laughs> I don't really know. But he can't make it tonight, so we've got Spencer, and mm-hmm. we're going to do an even better job to make him jealous. Oh, wow. I know. It's pretty crazy. So I'm going to take over his job and do Today in Horror History. Um, hopefully I can stand up to what he's made of it. But um, in 2004 today, Saw was released into theaters in the U.S. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Saw. I have not. But I've seen it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not a gore person. <laughs> yeah, so. I, It's not scary. It's just like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, gore is kind of pretty gross to me. I don't, I don't understand why people. Well, I, I don't know if people enjoy it, but like, why people subject themselves to it? Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't mind it. I like watching it. Like I'd watch it with people who don't like it just because. Yeah, because they're squeamish, and I think yeah, it's funny. It's gross. But I don't just sit down and like watch gore. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. So yeah, I heard. I also heard a rumor that they're remaking the Saw movies. Really, like rebooting the whole. Yeah. The whole franchise, yeah. I've heard that, so. I'm wondering, like, how much you can do different. Just new new kinds of gore and new kinds of traps. You wonder, then, why even bother, like, making it a reboot? Like, why would you not just continue? Exactly. What's the point of calling it a reboot? If it's just new. Probably because they need, like, new actors for, like, the main people. Oh, I guess so. So they're just going to reboot it. Yeah, yeah. Like, the main guy who, I forget his name. The guy who's, like, Jigsaw's puppet. Puppeteer. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's the only reoccurring guy, but I could be wrong. I'm mm. pretty sure everyone else dies. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> kind of pretty... sounds like the premise of the movie is just everyone dies gorily. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Yeah. But anyway, so this episode actually concludes our October Classics Month. Mm. And we're doing none other than Halloween, since Halloween's in two days. Um, so we did the classic Halloween, obviously, yeah. 1978, um, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, I watched it just last night. It was, I, it was a great movie for you know, like there's a reason that it's a, a classic. You know, yeah, for sure, exactly. And even if you haven't seen the movie, everyone knows who Michael Myers mm-hmm. is. He's just such an iconic character mm-hmm. now. He's he's been in countless remakes and crossovers, and mm-hmm. I don't. I can't don't I'm not gonna say they've exhausted the character, but they've used him a lot. Right. Well he wasn't in uh what is it? Freddy and Jason in space. <laughs> have you have you heard of that? Yeah. yeah. It's like ridiculous. Have you seen that? I haven't. I want to though. <laughs> it's it sounds just too ridiculous to like not watch. There's so many like weird crossover <laughs> so, movies like that that so just strange. make no sense. So strange. Yeah. But I, I mean, the thing with Freddy and Jason, or wait, who is it? Freddy and uh, I'm pretty sure it was Freddy versus Freddy Jason versus Jason in space. <laughs> yeah, the thing with them is they're like both supernatural, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I don't know if Michael Myers is or yeah. not. I'm not sure either. 
it's we'll we'll get to that. Okay. It will get to discussing that. But first I just wanna um say a little introduction about Halloween. Um it was released in nineteen seventy four. So seventy eight, excuse me, nineteen seventy eight, which I said before, uh directed by John Carpenter, who also mm-hmm. wrote the screenplay. Didn't he also do um the thing? Didn't he have um, a hand in making the thing? He could have. I, I can. I think I can, so. Because I think there's like a little mention of the thing in the movie. Yeah, they the. You're right. The movie is the thing is playing. Yeah. Oh, that's on the what TV. it was. That's right. Um, I'm pretty see. sure he had some sort of hand in that. I'm pretty sure it was some sort of little like shout out. You know, a little shout out to himself. Or, yeah. Or something like that. I'm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, that name sounds very familiar to me. But. Yeah, he, he, yeah, Google is everyone's savior. Siri, who directed the thing? <laughs> nah, dude, I don't like Siri. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even have like, it. Like, why so. talk when you can type? Yeah, I don't know. Save your vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did? Yep. He directed it, right? He directed it. Okay, John cool, Carpenter. cool. Yep. Wow. You know your stuff, I, man. I do know my things. <laughs> yeah, so he, he wrote the screenplay with Deborah Hill. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, it stars Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. It's her first feature film, actually. Mm. It's the first one she's in. What else is she in? I'm, I feel like I'm not really familiar. Yeah, I don't her. know her other than the Halloween. She's in three other Halloweens. Okay. Um, She is, <laughs> this is a good one. She's the lead in Freaky Friday. Oh, she's, she's the, the mom, mom from Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh, I've seen that movie like a million times. That's awesome. My sisters used to watch that so much. I didn't even realize that was her. Yep. Okay. Her. I know exactly who that is then. Yep. That's funny. Okay. Wow, that's funny. I didn't I didn't make that connection either. Yeah. But like I just look looking at her today, it's so obvious. Yeah, it makes sense. She got like that short haircut. Now we need to have like freaky Halloween, where she switches bodies with Mike Myers. Yeah, uh. <laughs> uh. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the doctor, Doctor Sam, he's played mm-hmm. by Donald Pleasance. Pleasance, Pleasance. I think it's Pleasance. Mm. Um. Those are the two. I guess those are the two real main face characters. Right. Michael Myers, you don't really see his face. Yeah. Is who's like? Do you know who is like actors listed? Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Um, it's Tony Moran. Mm. I knew that, actually. I know that. I mean, I'll give him props. He's, like, really good at, like, you know, it seems really natural memorizing. He must memorize his lines really well. Yeah, oh, yeah. seems very natural. I know, he just lets them flow. (laughs) They they flow right off the tongue. Yeah. No, but, I mean, honestly, though, I've thought about it, watching all these, like, slasher movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Just the, it's hard, I feel like it'd be hard to act scary without lines. You just have to have yeah, that presence, you for know? For sure. Well, something I wanted to, like, kind of bring up, uh, is there if we kind of just go into Michael Myers' character? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, I've seen, I mentioned you before, I've seen, like, the Halloween, like, 13 or yeah. something. It was some one way down the mm-hmm. line of Halloweens. And something I noticed in it between the Michael Myers of, of that one and the original one, which I watched last night, was that in the newer one, he kind of just stands, he stands, his arms, whenever he walks anywhere, he's very ghostly. He kind of just appears places. Mm-hmm. When he walks, his arms are, like, very stiff. Yep. They make him very weird. But I, I, after watching the first one, he honestly, I feel like he just moves around like a normal person. Yeah, yep. Which is, like, in turn, kind of, in my opinion, scarier. Because it's, like, 
like he he walks he walks with purpose just like a normal person so it's i don't know something about that just the human connection there for some reason i feel like is well yeah that's why i think that the strangers is one of the scariest movies i've seen is because it's so realistic and Mm -hmm. it doesn't have that supernatural right or the stuff that you have to you have to almost like believe in for it to be scary right which i mean i'm not saying i don't believe in ghosts because i do Mm -hmm. but there's also there's always that doubt in my mind yeah okay right but with with like murderers and stuff like that like Freddy Cougar and stuff mm-hmm. like that. All right, he haunts your dreams. Yeah, that's a creepy concept. But right. am I really afraid of that mm-hmm. happening? Right. But yeah. with with the Michael Myers character, he's just a slasher. He's just mm-hmm. a dude, a crazy dude. Right. And I think something that like makes his character so like powerful and terrifying is the fact that like his character cashes in on like one of just man's biggest fears, and that's like the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Because you don't know a lot about him. You, like you know, he was a kid who killed his his sister, and then he was just crazy, and that's all you know about him. And then he's wearing this mask; you can't even see his facial expression. You don't know how he's feeling. You don't know anything about him. He all you know is he just wants to fucking kill people. Mm-hmm. He wants to torture kid teenagers, and to me that's terrifying because you have in no way like. I hesitate to say relate with him, but, like, you don't really understand his motives whatsoever. Yeah. And that's, in turn, pretty scary. That's a good segue into one of the things I wanted to talk about being the way they filmed him. Mm. Um, Before he got the mask and he's kind of just stalking um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Lori, Mm. that's her name. Mm. Um, He's stalking her. He doesn't have the mask and he's just dressed, like, uh, in that, like, jumpsuit, which, Mm. I mean... I guess it's creepy, but if I saw someone in that, I'd think nothing of it. Yeah. So he's just walking around, and they don't show his face. Oh, they that's cut right. it off at his shoulders. That's right. So you never see his that's face. That's pretty terrifying too. There's the oh, that's right. There's the part where the kid he's getting like bullied or something. Yeah. And then he runs down the street, and then he just like looks up at like Michael, yeah. and is like all traumatized. But you never see his face. Yeah. Do you, well, actually, until that. the end, you see his face in the end, but oh, yeah. you don't see it until then. Which yeah. exactly? That's a great point. I didn't, I didn't know how to put that to words, but the mm. way you described that was really good. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I bet you Adam couldn't do that. Oh wow! <laughs> Adam, Shots fired. Adam calling you out. I'm Shots fired. Love Adam. So I guess, I guess we can start right from the beginning. And one of my favorite parts of the movie is the beginning. I don't know yeah. if you, the version you watch, because the introduction varies from version to version did you watch like in the intro to yours with like the opening credits and mm-hmm. the the jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. was that that was there i believe so yeah like how it's zooming in on the jack-o'-lantern all i remember from the beginning because i was watching this very late at night and mm-hmm. i was very tired um i remember in the beginning it kind of started with a shot of him like walking around okay like, all right yeah so you didn't kid. have you didn't have that intro okay um the intro is like it's just like credits rolling with like all the characters' names and mm-hmm. stuff. It's kind of like ending credits, but it's in the beginning. Okay. And um, it's got, they're all to the right of the screen. And to the left, it starts out really tiny. And it's a jack lantern that's carved like like a jack lantern. Okay. But it's it's like carved really, like I can't even explain why it's creepy. It's like one eye is lower than the other. Hmm. It's just really creepy looking, the okay. jack lantern. But it's carved normal. Right. It just looks creepy it just for looks some creepy. reason. Okay. And it's, as the credits are going, it's zooming in. And eventually it gets zoomed in all the way to you can only see half of it and when mm. you see half of it you're like 
it's Michael Myers. The way it's carved, like the Whoa, eye, the really? eye is a circle, and when it comes close, it's got like the hair, and it looks like him. Oh. And then it's got the nose is like the butcher knife. It's that's so crazy, creepy. and it's like so subtle yet so effective. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, I don't, I didn't see that part. It's really cool, and the whole time it's playing like the music, which I love the music. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite uh, horror movie soundtracks. But anyway, yeah, it's just. Right from the beginning, you're just getting that subtle. And, like, even if you don't pick up on it, it which I'm sure a lot of people don't, mm-hmm. um, I just happen to. I don't I don't really oh, know how. I need to interject really quick. So, uh, just because we're talking about it kind of from the beginning. Before I watched the movie, I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be in theaters when it was going to be coming out. <laughs> and there's a narrator in the, in, in the uh, trailer, and he's like, you know, He's coming after you. And it's just like this whole thing, right? Mm. And it's all scary and creating a scary thing. And then at the end, he's like, rated R. <laughs> like, and it's like really, it was so weird. Like, it was so weird because it was so dark. And then I was he's like, rated R right at the end. And it's the most out of place, most out of place thing. It was so strange. It was very strange. So I just, I needed to throw that in there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He <laughs> was so happy about it. Yeah, well, it's probably one of the first rated R movies he was Maybe. allowed to narrate. Maybe. <laughs> he was excited to do it. He felt uh, honored or something. I yeah. don't know. But, yeah, so I just the inter- the way they did the introduction for that, before they even do the real introduction, mm-hmm. that was creepy. But then the real introduction, when you've got kid Michael Myers mm. walking around, looking in the window, just watching his sister. Mm-hmm. And it's all from the first-person perspective. Mm-hmm. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. And it's like it's I think it's it's just like one shot too. It's not yeah. it's like one continuous yeah, shot. Yeah, it's not cut. Yeah. I, I, well, it cuts back and forth between like there's a shot in the living room when you see them go upstairs that mm-hmm. he isn't watching. Right. But for the most part, yeah, it's just one shot. Like his perspective. And you're like watching him walk and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty creepy. It's really creepy. I was like, Ugh. It <laughs> reminds me of I, this is why I was so remember uh last week when we were in my house and there're no curtains. Oh yeah. That's why like it just reminded me of that because, oh. like, he's looking in, and you they have no idea he's there because it's pitch black to them out there. They can't mm-hmm. see anything. But he can see so clearly, and he's just watching them. Yeah, I was wondering why a, you were, why such you a creepy were so concept. paranoid about that. That's just creepy. <laughs> no, I, it is creepy. I thought you were about, like, weird pervert people looking in. <laughs> well, yeah. Michael Myers. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I just, the intro, the way they did the intro, mm. and then... It like it really hooks you too. Oh, absolutely! It's like the first five minutes in the film, he already kills someone. Yeah, yeah. And I want to get into this later, but I have possible theories as to why he did that, why he killed his sister. I mean, I don't remember them blatantly saying why. No in the movie. No. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to ask that question. I have no idea. I have a theory. If you have a theory, I have no idea. I so. have a theory, but I think it'll tie in like later okay. when we're talking about other characters. Yeah. All right. So other characters. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we actually we're gonna we'll take a quick break. That's a good place to oh, pause. All right, let's we'll take do a it. break. You're listening to the Ghost Goons on Blog Talk Radio, and you're back with the Ghost Goons on Blog Talk Radio. We're talking about Halloween, 1978. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, starring Amy or Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And we left off talking about something that you didn't want to talk about till later. So we're going to talk about something else now. Okay. Um, what'd you think? That actually, this is a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, the setting of the movie. Mm. How'd you feel? What, what do you think? How'd that add to it or take away from it? I thought it added to it. 
Um, well, given the context of when it came out, uh, mm-hmm. I feel as though so it took place in a very like normal town. You know, it wasn't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't some place that you know people can't necessarily relate to. It was a very generic kind of town, mm-hmm. which in a sense I feel like probably especially at the time could you know made people feel like there's probably a crazy killer running around my town. Yeah, that's I mean? a good like, point. Like, yeah. oh, I don't even know there could be a killer around my town compared to, you know, another place where it's like, oh, well, that was just in Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know? like I, So I thought it was cool, but, like, when you look at it now, it's like you're kind of like, all right, generic town, generic slasher kind of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, given the time, I would assume it was a pretty intimidating, like, added to it. Yeah, and I'll go back to the whole um, putting it in today's perspective because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that takes away from the movie looking at it today. Oh yeah. But um I thought that the setting the way that they did the uh, I this is kind of a setting but it's kind of not. The fact that they focused in on a high school girl mm-hmm. and she was like babysitting. I feel like that it shows us who their target audience was. Mm-hmm. Like obviously oh, yeah, for it sure. was like high school Teenagers. kids who are going to who are just kind of finding out their place in the world and they're like starting to venture away from their parents and just being disobedient, smoking Mm -hmm. in front of hiding it from their dad or whatever, all that stuff that was taking place. It, it's really obvious that that was like their target. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So like looking at it today, Mm -hmm. looking at all that stuff, there's so many things that I look at and I'm like in today's, like if this happened today, you wouldn't get away with that. You wouldn't get away with that. None of this would happen. Like I'll just bring out the one point that Mm -hmm. this kind of debunks every horror movie ever that was made before the Mm nineties. Now, um, they somehow all the phone lines are always dead. (laughs) Yeah. That's very like they, they, I mean, which is possible. They can go out and cut the cord outside, but today, unless you knock down the cell tower, right. You're not gonna like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So like, you'll always have a cell phone. Mm hmm. Which is one, and and again, you can um, compensate that with, all right, you're in a dead zone, which is, okay. That's possible. Go on Twitter, you're like, oh my god, someone's trying to kill me. <laughs> Hashtag WTF. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat it. Yeah. How, oh, OMG, worst weekend ever. <laughs> Dude, that actually, um, a funny thing that... Um, that I thought that I thought like was the funniest part of the movie mm-hmm. when like um what's her name uh Lori is like she's being chased by Michael Myers for the first time and she like runs to her neighbor's house she's like banging on the door and then they like <laughs> oh, show yeah. up in the window they just look at her and then turn off their <laughs> <Yeah>. porch light <laughs> oh my god yeah she's like can anybody hear me <laughs> they like look just turn off yeah, their porch oh light oh my god I thought that was so funny I don't know like. That was a little weird to me. I mean, I don't know. I would have done the same thing they did. Really? I'd be scared if someone was knocking on my door. I'd, I'd be scared, but I'd at least like call the cops if I'm not going to help them directly. Yeah, I would have. I would have done more than they did. Yeah, but I definitely wouldn't have just like opened my door and let know. them in. It's it's hard to say because also at the same time, like, it's not like they really knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, which is why I'd be more scared if I knew. She was being chased by a slasher, and she wasn't 
like she wasn't yeah. a threat to me i would have let her in but if, yeah but if some point. if it's late at night and someone's screaming on your porch let me in let me in i'd be a little hesitant to open the door that's true you know no, that's fair that's a fair point for not not because like i'd feel like they're threatening mm-hmm. like they could be crazy right or, yeah that makes sense you know that makes sense so yeah um I'm going to go into something a little bit that okay. I mentioned that I was going to go into earlier. And it ties into exactly what you're saying. Um, the target audience being these teenagers that are starting to you know, find their place, trying to stray away from their parents, starting to be rebellious. Um, I noticed, even though throughout the movie, um, Michael was trying to kill Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. he never succeeded. And at times... Almost like I could be interpreting this wrong. He almost seemed to like hesitant. Um, and something to bring up about Jamie Lee Curtis's character is that unlike her friends, she was very I hesitate hesitate to say nerdy, but she was very responsible. Yeah. And did what she was supposed to do. She babysat the kids she was supposed to. She took her the one friend had to babysit a kid and she helped she babysat the kid for a friend. While her friend went out and I think like had sex with a dude or something, and like wait, uh, <laughs> let me stop you right mm-hmm. there. In the house, like well, she actually died before that happened. Mm-hmm. But I just noticed, like, <laughs> like just I'm painting this picture for you. All right, so you're babysitting at a house, right? Okay, and you decide, oh well, I'll just send the kid over to the neighbor's house who my friend's babysitting, which is like. That I wouldn't do that in the first place, mm-hmm. but that's like, all right, I guess that's okay. Right, yeah. That's all right to do. Yeah. But then you invite people over to the house that you're babysitting people at. Right. And expecting to have, like, what? They're expecting to have an orgy or something yeah. weird like that. Like, And that's they're helping themselves to the beer in the fridge yeah. like, and doing all yeah. this stuff. It's like, <laughs> like, what the heck are you doing? I don't know. And, they, and the two people who go in not knowing like the the other friend who isn't babysitting mm-hmm. comes with her boyfriend in that van right right they walk right into the house and they no one's there and they're just cool that yeah they're, and then like a little weird then after they find out oh the the girl she's babysitting isn't even here after they're like making out on the couch like yeah. <laughs> just oh all, yeah like, <laughs> like, i didn't even think about like, that what the heck are you doing yeah that's very strange <laughs> i was, that's I was really just like weird. what the heck yeah so, oh, all right, yeah, you can so, go back to what you were saying. I was saying. just saying, like, so it seemed like Michael Myers was definitely targeting rebellious teenagers that were doing that were doing wrong by, you know, certain standards or whatever. But he didn't kill Jamie Lee Curtis. I, but I has okay, so this is my theory, and it's I'm sure there's a lot of holes in it, and I'm sure anyone could debunk it, but, like, he killed his sister, I think, and we don't have really proof of this, but because he knew that she was doing weird shit that her parents didn't want her to, to be doing. Mm-hmm. My theory is that she was being a rebellious teenager, and he, for whatever mental reason, thought he it was it gave him the justification to kill her, and then that's why he killed all those other um, uh, girls the high school girls, and then I think he wanted to kill Jamie Lee Curtis because at one part of the movie, I think she, like, smokes pot with her friends, and, like, she's associated with them, but at the same time, he knows that she's, like, a good teenager because of all these responsibilities she takes up. I think he had something against irresponsible, troublemaking teenagers. That's my theory. Yeah, I... 
I see that when I watched it, I didn't even associate him with a person. Honestly, I mm-hmm. thought he was just like a. I can't. I mean, this isn't really what I thought, but this is the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. He was just like a, basically a zombie. Yeah, just killing things. Mm-hmm. And he, for whatever reason, he targeted. Which I mean, there probably is a deeper reason, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you're wrong because mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. But I just I didn't associate him with like feelings and right that sort of stuff because and that could be because we couldn't see his feelings right like they didn't they intentionally didn't let us right go like going back to the thing we said before about it's you unknown the fear of the unknown you yep. don't know anything about him really except that he's crazy and wants to kill people mm-hmm. like but i mean it very well may be that they that is true because he is a he is a person mm-hmm. and he is just just escape from a psych ward. Right, right. So, like, he obviously is feeling stuff. Right. And he obviously had a reason to kill his sister yeah. random. It wasn't just like, yeah. Yeah. Because he was, like, watching her through the window. Exactly. So he, he, it was, like, planned. It's somewhat planned. Right. Yeah, so that's just that's just my theory. I'm throwing that out there, but. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> go back to him killing his sister, that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, he, <laughs> so let me. So he's going, a six-year-old kid, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever, however old he is. I think he's eight, actually. Yeah, I think it was eight. He's eight, and he gets a knife, and he's walking up the stairs. He walks into his sister's room, who's topless, right? He's mm-hmm. holding a knife. She's completely topless. She looks at him. She's like, Michael! <laughs> like, like, not again! <laughs> that's like, she says it like in like a 70s sitcom voice. <laughs> like, like Brady Bunch voice. <laughs> and then like when he stabs her, it's like a freeze frame, and like the credits come. It's like, yep. like, executive, like executive producer Dan Steiner. She's like, Dan! Like, like the music, like too many cooks. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I just like right when I just couldn't help but laugh because it was his topless sister just yeah. turns around and she's just like Michael. Just, yeah, and you wonder whether or not she was saying that to the fact that he was holding a knife or the fact that he walked in on her topless. <laughs> like, this is I know. the third time you've come in here with a knife. This is the third time you've come in here looking at me without a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> like, there's just so many things like that. And then also, he's wearing that mask too, which we didn't really touch upon. Mm. How they've got that, the way that they're filming it, it's through those two little eye holes. Yeah. Which, that's a terrible mask if that's all you can see. Yeah. By the way, because like, <laughs> you can only see like two little dots. Yeah. But you don't like you don't really notice that you like you're watching it for a little bit and you're like this is weird and then eventually you get used to it. Oh yeah. You don't even notice that you're looking through two little holes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, something about the mask. Um, I was I did a little like fun fact research mm-hmm. into the movie earlier today, and uh, the mask that he has is a painted mask of um, Captain Kirk from Star Trek. They got they went to his store like the producers of the movie or whoever went out someone bought a mask of captain kirk and they painted it white and then they were just like all right that works and yeah. then um because originally they wanted they said they wanted to use a clown mask and then they they debated whether or not to use a clown mask but apparently they someone i don't remember who said it someone really liked the the human feel of the face but also with like an absence of expression and they mm. like loved the way it looks and then they went with that mask yeah and that's a good point. I didn't know. I knew that, but I didn't know mm-hmm. about the clown mask thing. Mm-hmm. And I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure in the remake, when they show kid Michael Myers killing his sister, he's mm-hmm. wearing a clown mask. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm I pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that happens. Hmm. 
and then again, um, just to reiterate, when they I I when I read that fact and I read it, it was it was what you said, but it also had something to do with their budget. Um, oh, really? That I mean, not like they couldn't afford a good mask, but they were like they were trying to keep it cheap. Yeah, and then they saw that and they're like, eh, okay, it'll do. Yeah, I see. I didn't because know that part. their budget they only had three hundred thousand dollars to do the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a lot. Which, yeah, it's not a lot. But, I mean, again, inflation, like in that day, it's right. a lot more than it is now. That's but true. you look at movies now and they're like $50 million. Right. right. And they're like, but, yeah. So they it, it grossed um, $47 million in the oh, U.S. Oh, wow. Dang. That's why they made so many remakes. Dang. <laughs> because it made so much money. Wow. I know. Wow. You think about it, though, making a movie like that. Mm-hmm. You really don't have any effects. Yeah, exactly. It's it seems like it to be a fairly low budget. Yeah, because there's not there aren't very many characters. Mm-hmm. There's not like they don't even they don't even really show the gore at all. Right. So you don't need like big makeup artists. You don't need to pay to to film somewhere in some crazy big yep. setting. It's just a normal town, normal rooms. Everything's yeah. normal. You you literally film that in your house. Yeah. The majority of it. Yeah. Like it the. That movie, and that's the, I feel like that's the problem with movies that are filmed nowadays is mm. they have the power, right, to do all those things mm. and all the effects they because they've got all mm. that money, so they they like well we may as well do it right or they say we need to do it, and then it just turns into an effects party. I am a firm believer. I am a firm believer that. Um, limitation breeds creativity. Oh, yeah. I am a firm believer in that. I feel like when you're given limited tools to produce something, you utilize those tools to their fullest extent rather than be giving every, every possible tool in the world to use at your own dis- like disposure, like whatever. Absolutely, because if you're if you're using all these tools, you're really just copying what other people have done. Right. You're using, oh, I saw this really cool effects explosion in this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to do that in this movie, you know? Right. But if you don't have the tools, you kind of have to create it yourself. Right, exactly. And that's a good point. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. Take notes, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Adam better be listening and taking notes here. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Ghost Goons on Blog Talk Radio. And you're back with the ghost goons on our Halloween special. Thanks for that, Spencer. Oh, you're welcome. That was that was a great transition to our next topic, um, talking about Michael Myers's kills in Halloween, the original. No. <laughs> Why would I talk? That has nothing to do with the music. Oh, I guess you're right. Silly. Yeah, I guess so. Um, although the the music does have an important part with his kills, but we'll yeah. we'll talk to that about that. Um, we're talking about Halloween 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Just so you're you're on the same page as us here. Yes. So without further ado, his f- first two kills. We've kind of touched upon... Well, the first one we touched upon, him killing mm-hmm. his sister. Yes. The second one is really subtle. It, they don't actually show the kill, but mm-hmm. you get the hint. He killed the mechanic and took his clothes. Right. I actually, I liked that a lot. Like, I like the fact that you didn't see it and you just found, like, the body. I thought that was, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like every movie, it's just every kill is 
just ain't so in your face and so you know yeah ah, killer dead but like it was it was nice to at least that it had some variety in the sense that it was just like killed the guy yeah and that's a, it's also a nice point um to bring up the fact that he only killed five people mm-hmm. in the movie yeah and i say only in real life that's a lot <laughs> that's, but that's like awful in real life in a slasher film that's really not that's like much. a good number and like the you think about it the first one all right he killed his sister mm-hmm. in the very beginning and that wasn't really touched upon mm-hmm. and you don't even see the second one right so there were only like three kills in like the ch- main chunk of the movie yeah i guess so yeah i didn't really there think were, there were there were three yeah. he had a he had a uh five and one kd <laughs> for the first movie he's five and one that's a, that's a good story score i guess i i could beat Pretty him good kill streak i could get what is it uv uv planes yeah uavs dude <laughs> UAVs. he could have gotten a uav with that one <laughs> i don't know maybe i could have beaten them though piece of cake oh gosh um so the sec the the first real kill i guess after he escapes when he's an adult and we, the first kill we see is when he kills uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character's friend, mm-hmm. and he kills her in her car, which right. is like, it's that the anticipation leading up to that kill was one of it was one of my favorite kills just because the anticipation you're like, you don't really know where he is, mm-hmm. and you you just know like the music starts to play as she's walking to her car, right? And she, her door is locked, and she, you think I thought I've already seen the movie mm-hmm. when I watched it, but I kind of forgot. I really thought that he was going to be in the house and kill her in the house. I thought he was going to be, like, in the car. He was. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you're too smart for me then. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just because, like, the music is playing when she's walking to the car. Door's locked. She goes in the house. Right. Pitch black in the house. She finds her keys. She comes back. And then she's in the car. And then she starts the car. And then, bah. And she's, she's like, honking on her horn, which sounds like a train. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's right. It's like a fog horn. <laughs> Forgot about that. This is kind of funny. She's a conductor, apparently, and that's her <laughs> that's her job. She's a conductor. So yeah, Some, that, someone was in the kitchen with Dinah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was Michael Myers. <laughs> that should be the tagline. <laughs> Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. <laughs> um, so that's the third kill, the first real adult Michael Myers kill, mm-hmm. and he chokes her out. He doesn't even use the knife in that yeah. one. Yeah. That's like, ugh. Would you ra- okay? Would you rather be choked to death or stabbed? Um. Well, that's a dumb question because no one can choke me to death. <laughs> oh right, you have a, an Adam's apple of steel. No, I just have defense mechanisms. Okay, assuming okay <laughs> that your arms are are paralyzed. Assuming you can't. Assuming you cannot stop somebody. Choked to death or stabbed or to stabbed death. and. I guess it's different because it depends on where you got stabbed. Well, Michael Myers stabbed like in the gut. All right. He always stabs right. you in the gut. Okay. So in the gut or hand choked, not hand, like suffocated, choked. choked. Like choked to death. That's a tough one, dude. I don't really know because I've never had either, so I don't know which one's more painful. Well, I've had both. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'll tell you. <laughs> no. Um, I feel like getting choked to death would be better. This is a grim, very grim topic. Yeah, but. well, I mean, but you think about, and again, I don't know, but everyone I've talked to who has been stabbed to death has said <laughs> that they go into shock and then they don't really feel it. So they were stabbed to death, but they lived to tell you about it? Oh, yeah. 
All oh, the time. Okay. I see dead people, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like though with like getting choked, it's like you feel you get lightheaded and then you just like pass out and die. Whereas like you get stabbed and you're like, oh my god, so much pain in yeah, my stomach. But the, Ow. the thing with being <laughs> choked to death you is you've got death. like I I don't know how long it takes. What thirty seconds and a minute? Right. And you're just you've got a minute of struggling watching this killer. Yeah, but when you get stabbed in the gut, you have like a minute of being like, Ugh, and you're like dying. You don't just unless you get stabbed in like the brain. You like don't yeah, just immediately that's, that's die from saying. getting stabbed in the stomach. That's what I'm saying with the whole shock thing. I feel like you go into shock when you get stabbed in the stomach. Well, I guess until what happens to one of us, we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween is but upon us. Oh, jeez. Nah, I don't know. I I would rather neither. Yeah, well, yeah, me but too. But in a real sense, I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather um, choking because you have 30 seconds to get out of it or a minute to get out of it. Yeah. When you get stabbed. You're stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> There's no going back on that one. Yeah. Like, when you're being choked, if you're in a car, you can honk the horn, or you can right. fight back, or you can find something to hit them with, mm-hmm. you know? like Maybe Michael Myers was just being courteous and didn't want to ruin her interior. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't stab her so they didn't get blood everywhere. And that, <laughs> that brings up a point that... Uh, actually... Speaking of her interior, dude, that was a sweet car. Like, was a cool red car. with all red interior. Yeah. I liked that. <laughs> Dude, that was... That was a... Not... I guess... I don't know the word. Metaphor or something to her being killed in it. How it was blood red. Blood red. Whoa. I know. That's but, meta, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. So, after he kills her... He carries her dead body on the front porch in the light mm-hmm. into the house instead of using the back door like a normal person after you kill someone. <laughs> and the little boy. I like how normal people kill other people. Yeah. Like you, like a normal person was is when you kill somebody. Yeah. It's normal. Well, of course. Right. Normal people kill people, dude. That's true. It's human nature. But I guess that. Weird people are the ones who don't. I guess so. I guess I'm a weirdo. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's cool to be weird. All right. Um, so the little boy who Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting mm-hmm. sees the boogeyman. Right. That being Michael Myers mm-hmm. carrying the kid. So that happens, and that's the first kill. And that's kind of all you see for that. And then next thing you know, the um, very happy couple... Rolls up in in the (laughs) mystery machine. That's right. (laughs) And they just roll up to this random house that their friend's babysitting at Mm -hmm. and decide that they're going to have a fun time in there. Have a free-for-all. Yeah. So after they do all that, you know, he goes to get her a soda or something, and he gets killed. And actually, that kill, I think it's one of the most famous slasher kills because... Again, it's not super gory, and it's not like slit the throat, blood spurting everywhere. Mm. But it's so disturbing because he lifts him up, choking him, stabs him in yeah, the stomach, that was and he pins him there. You know what part I love about that, too? Is how he just stands there for a second and, like, looks at him. Yeah. Yep. I remember, like, watching that, and it's so, like, it's kind of, like, a little unsettling how long they let that shot go on, where he's just staring at him. Looks at him, yeah. Like, it's a good point. You never really think about, like, killers killing someone and then just, like, kind of staring and, like, looking at what they did. He was like, 
<laughs> I imagine he's like Michael Myers' mother, like, oh, this is beautiful. Let's put it up on the fridge. <laughs> like, tags it on the fridge. Like when, like when your dog like kills wall. something and brings it to you at your feet and sets it down, like sits and looks at you, like they're yeah. all proud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so strange. That was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty disturbing. Yeah, that's a disturbing kill. And then he, oh, and then he dresses in the sheet. He's oh, a sheet yeah. ghost kill. I forgot about that. That is another really creepy that scene. That is creepy. He's the sheet ghost, and he's just standing there and staring at her, not saying anything. And apparently she that's normal in their relationship. Because <laughs> she decides to light a cigarette, and then he kills her. And I don't, I don't, I think he chokes her out, too. I don't think he stabs her. I was very, like, half asleep during this Yeah, part. I don't really remember exactly how he kills her. I remember I was really half asleep, and then I saw him pin the guy on the wall, and I was just like, whoa, oh, God, yeah. oh, God. And, like, <laughs> it's just, like, totally awoke. I'm pretty sure that he chokes her, but I don't know. But it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. The point is, after all these kills, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, um, Lori, mm-hmm. she decides that she's going to go check on them after she puts the kids to bed. Yep. So she goes across the house and checks on them. And she comes to uh, nothing short of like a memorial on the bed. He's She's got oh, yeah. what Michael Myers does, which is really disturbing he takes his sister's gravestone that's right puts it on the bed she's he's got her friend laying there Uh. and then she opens the cabinet and then boom another it was that was me oh um another dead body's in the cabinet and then the other one's like hanging from the door or something like that it's just so disturbing pretty gross ew yeah and then she runs for michael myers and then it comes to, this is what I thought was strange, where it connects to what you were talking about mm-hmm. with the whole, maybe he was hesitant to kill her. Mm-hmm. He is so, I feel like he's, I, <laughs> I'm, this is some Jurassic Park terminology, Okay, but he's such an efficient killer that right. the yeah. fact that he, he goes to stab her and he misses. Right. There's this one scene shot in particular. I'm trying to remember. She's like on like a couch. Yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, ugh, like on the couch. And, and he completely he misses. misses and I'm yeah. like, there's no way he would just like do that on accident. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. That's, that's partly where I, I thought that came from. And I mean, again, we could be looking too deep into it. Maybe. It could be that he just missed, sneezed or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, and then you go to, Another really creepy part where she's hiding in the closet mm-hmm. and he's tearing through the closet. Yeah. And that's another point that could be it's creepy, but it could be he's hesitant to kill her or he's just being a creepy dude. When he's he, like, he's trying to scare her. He, like, br- yeah, he's he, trying to bring her to he absolute breaks fear. in and he just looks at her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like go after her, he just looks at right. her there. And then he like starts to try to climb in. But for the second, he just peeks in and just looks at her. Mm-hmm. And then she stabs him in the eye with a clothes hanger, That's which right. I brought this up. And again, I don't really know. I've never stabbed someone with a clothes hanger, but I feel <laughs> like if you stab someone with a clothes hanger, it'll just bend because they're pretty flimsy. They are pretty flimsy. But the eye is very weak. No wire hangers. <laughs> what is that? It's from, have you ever seen Mother Dearest? No. Oh, that's a, that's a good movie. You should watch that. Is that a comedy? No, it's like a, it's a... What's the word I'm looking for? It's based on someone's actual story. Some celebrity. I don't true. Even remember. Yeah, it's like, it's true. And it's about her mother who's like psychotic. 
It's really, uh, really bizarre. But hmm. she has a weird thing against wire hangers, so there's a whole monologue about it. Maybe she was Michael Myers. <laughs> Maybe he got a sex change. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going into that one. Yeah, let's avoid that for now, but... <laughs> I think I know what we're thinking about. Yeah, we both are thinking about it. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Anyway, so I yeah, I just thought that that was strange, but then I thought about it. You know, you're stabbing doesn't take a lot of force to stab someone in the eye. Yeah, it wasn't like she was stabbing him in the chest or something. Because if that happened, it'd just bend. I feel like right. Yeah. It's not a very efficient weapon. Mm-hmm. But so that happens, and then she runs out and leaves him there for the second time. Mm-hmm. The first time she does she at, at the couch when he misses does she stab him? I think she does, right? Probably. I think she takes his knife and stabs him, and then she stabs him in the eye with a clothes hanger. Oh, and I think I said this before, but actually maybe I didn't. Every time she stabs him with a knife and she thinks he's dead, she just throws the knife <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> like, goes, what is the thought go. process behind that? Like, uh, it's <sighs> teenage I'm, horror movie actress. Like, I feel like I would hold on to a weapon, like, at least until, like, the police came or yeah, something. Like, you're telling I would, me. I would never, I'd probably still hold on to it even if the police were there. I'd be like, that's so, I know. I, I don't would, understand that. If, like, I feel like if one person was attacking me in my house, I'd treat it like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And, like, absolutely. everyone's going to try to kill me. Yeah. Like, even if I cut their head off, I'd still be on the defensive. Yeah. Like, ready. No, absolutely. Just in that state of mind. Yeah. But, again, she... When you go into that state of shock, you're in flight, fight or flight. And she obviously was in flight. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, she was at fight first because she stabbed him. Well, yeah. But she f- ran from him. I guess. I, I feel like it was more of like a... Self-defense, last s- resort thing. Yeah, like stab him and then run. Yeah. Type deal, you know? But I, that's the thing, though, is if I stab some, like, just me personally, if someone was trying to kill me and I stabbed them and I was running away, I'd still hold on to the knife. Yeah. No, I <laughs> like, You know I what I mean? It's kind of like it's kind of like when you run around and slap people and then run. I guess so, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you don't slap. I guess you take your hand with you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't leave it. <laughs> you don't throw it on the floor next to them. You use those, like, sticky slapper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit them with it and run. Yeah. <laughs> With those little, like, party clapper hands, <laughs> the plastic ones. Just toss it at them. Nah, it's a good point. And they're, you're going to find stuff like that in every single horror movie mm-hmm. you watch ever. Yeah. It's just because... And also, this this came out in... 78. 78, so, you know. Yeah. One of the earlier ones, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that is kind of a fluke. But the scene that I w- really want to get to before we take a break is the scene where... She is lay- like she's sitting in the hallway after she stabbed him in the eye, and he's laying there on the ground, and he just sits straight up in oh, the background. Yeah. He sits straight up and then turns his head and looks at her. Ugh. Oh, that scene is so disturbing. That's pretty disturbing. All right, on that note, we're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to the Ghost Goons on Blog Talk Radio, and we're back. You're listening to the Ghost Goons on Blog Talk Radio. Um, we have a substitute here just to reiterate. For those hey of you who haven't listened to the whole thing. I'm Spencer. I'm filling in for Adam. Adam ditched us tonight. <laughs> we, we were going to have a nice threesome, but we had to settle for a duo again. Phrasing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. So, we're talking about Michael Myers right now and yep. his kills. Mm-hmm. 
and we finished all the kills, mm-hmm. did all that. We were talking about a little bit into how he um, doesn't really we th- we feel like he doesn't want to kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the 1978 original. Yeah. If anyone is just tuning in or whatever, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't want to confuse those because they're very different. Right. Um, and how Jamie Lee Curtis's character Laurie, it almost seems like. Michael Myers is hesitant to kill her, and we mm-hmm. kind of sum that up, whatever. Um, so I guess we'll go right to the conclusion of the movie when the Dr. Sam comes in, mm-hmm. who's the armed doctor, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's almost like a police officer the whole movie. Basically. But he's a doctor. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But anyway, so he shoots Michael Myers a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and Michael Myers falls, falls off up. the balcony. Yeah. Or the wind is it out the window? I thought it was, thought it was a window. All I right. could be wrong. Out the window or out the window balcony, and he is, he was like fixing his mask. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we didn't even touch that. He yeah. takes off his mask. Right. And you that <laughs> I wanted to bring that up too. That's a, thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Um, when they take off, when he takes off the mask, you know how he literally he just his eyes just like a little weird. Yeah. And everything's normal. When that movie was released, everyone thought that that was disgusting. Like they thought it was the most graphic thing really? ever. Like his face, they thought it was so gross. Really? Yeah, that's so funny. I know because that's so different from today's standards. Literally, is it like his eyes just like a little puffy? Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> gross. Like it's not even gross. It's just it's just funny. Yeah, that is. Funny. So that happens, and then he's fixing his mask, and he gets shot and taken off the ba- falls off the balcony, and then they go to look, and he's gone, and then you the music kicks in, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. So that concludes our summary. Of his kills dash Michael Myers, mm-hmm. and you did you say you wanted to add something? I forget. Um, let's see. Before I change it. Oh, subject. I mean, it was kind of like to probably something we'll talk about later. More more of a conclusion thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then I want to go to talking about. I we never even really touched about our thoughts on the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Itself. The soundtrack, and I'm I'm blanking out on the guy's name right now. Um, I can look it up. Hang on. But while James is looking that up, I'll just talk a little bit um, about the music. I thought it was really, really interesting how even during certain scenes where you didn't see Michael or he wasn't around chasing someone, it still had this very eerie music playing. And I thought that was actually a really uh, nice choice because it kind of uh, created the overarching uh vibe of his his looming overarching just like looming over these people it's by john carpenter john oh is it yeah did not know that it is i thought it was someone different well then yeah but um i thought it was interesting how it it would play even when yeah you know he wasn't out chasing people i thought i thought that was cool and like there were there were only two real quote unquote melody dash mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say songs or tracks but right. there were only the two there was one musical like the musical ideas yeah there was the one that was obviously the Halloween theme song the right. dun, 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 dun. then the other one where it's just like dum 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 mm-hmm. dum and then like the high keys come on over it right. those are like the only two it's kind of like you ever you know the like the soundtrack from Up yeah it uses it's like the same yeah that's a great soundtrack, soundtrack. Totally different yeah. than the Halloween soundtrack, <laughs> to be clear. But like the same idea as far as uh, you know, using the same melodic ideas in different ways. Dude, we should make, we should 
redub Halloween with the up soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. And then redub up with the Halloween soundtrack. <laughs> Yo, that'd be awesome, actually. Carl and his wife are, like, laying together, and she's like, That'd be ridiculous. Oh, my. That's funny. But actually, for, I know you'll appreciate this, but mm. for all of our other musical people, um, the ha- the song is actually in 5-4 time. Halloween. Oh, okay. Which is, like, a really rare time signature. Yeah, which isn't used too often in music most yeah. most music for anyone out there who isn't you know music buff is usually in four four meaning that there's four beats per musical measure but five yeah. it's it adds it's when you when you hear it you you could tell that it's i guess someone consider it like off yeah you know it is but it's like kind of it's eerie because it's kind of like weird. it's adding an extra beat yeah to each measure which doesn't make it even it makes it odd yeah which is just strange we need Adam here. He's a drummer. Yeah, he's the drummer. He, I, You did a pretty good job of explaining that. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but, I mean, I know what it is. So Right, this is true. Uh, yeah, so that's just a little interesting fact about the music. Mm-hmm. But the music, again, it's one of those soundtracks that I, you, you, a lot of people know it, even mm-hmm. if they haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a recognizable Hall- like Halloween the season music right. opposed to Halloween the movie. Exactly. And I feel like there's been a lot of homages to the music. Like, for example, to bring up uh, Call of Duty again, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember, if, if anyone out there has played Black Ops 1, there's like a zombies thing. And, and the music went in the menu screen for that is so reminiscent of the You're Halloween right. theme. It's yep. crazy reminiscent of the Halloween mm-hmm. theme. A little homage there. Yeah, that's true. And just like the whole simplicity, like we were talking about, how the simplicity of the kills and the simplicity of the character and the mm-hmm. mask and mm-hmm. all that stuff, the simplicity of the music right. adds so much. Cause it's not like a big overture. Like a, right. it's just it's not piano. Complex. Right. I don't think there's even like bass. There's like a, there's like, is there bass? There's like brass. Yeah. I get, yeah, yeah. I guess that is there's brass. Like, there's a brass. Um, but like we were talking about, Hellraiser, Adam and I, a couple weeks ago. You, I don't think you've seen that. I have not you? seen that. Yeah, and that like the soundtrack for Hellraiser is like a um, huge overture. It's almost like something you'd expect to see in like Pirates of the Caribbean or something. Mm-hmm. Which don't get me wrong, I love that soundtrack, mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean, and I really liked the Hellraiser soundtrack because it was yeah. so like energetic and Very so intricate. Yeah, I really liked it, mm-hmm. but it's just complete polar opposites. Right, and it just both work. I mm-hmm. don't think. I don't think the Halloween soundtrack would work in Hellraiser, and I don't, I don't vice versa, mm-hmm. just because they're completely different. Yeah, but it just goes to show it's that kind of theming. Yeah, it really is, mm-hmm. and it sometimes less is more. Yeah, for sure. You and Adam, Adam says that all the time. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Yes. He <laughs> He's gang ganging up on me <laughs> over there. <laughs> um. So, um, I don't know how much time we got left, but just something I wanted to ask you. Because um, you've mostly been asking me some questions, I wanted to know what you thought about. Because we mentioned it briefly, how overall you think it holds up to today's standards as far as a horror film. Like, when you ask that, are you asking me like watching it today opposed to watching other horror movies, or if it was released today? Like, not not if it was released today. So, like, it, knowing it's an old movie. Knowing it's an old movie, watching it today, do you still think this is a great horror film and or were you scared from watching it? Well, I'll tell you what. I think 
it's it's one of those movies and it's rare for a horror movie that this does this mm-hmm. but you really need to watch it in the Halloween season yeah I feel like it just adds so much to it mm-hmm. because it's kind of it's filmed it takes place on Halloween number mm-hmm. one right so the weather is identical and it's the like the whole setting yeah. of the movie like you you uh, touched upon a long time ago the setting of the movie takes is like a huge part of it mm-hmm. how it scares you and how it's so like this could be happening outside. Right. The The fact that it's in the fall, fall, mm-hmm. Halloween, Halloween. The whole point is that it's yeah. the anniversary of the yep. death of his, or the murder of his sister. Yep. So, so yeah. it's Halloween night, which I think that, and I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to watch it on Halloween night, but like this whole season mm-hmm. is prime. Cause they, cause they, we didn't even touch upon this. They're jack-o'-lanterns everywhere mm-hmm. in the movie. Yep. Everywhere. So like you see a jack-o'-lantern and you're like, uh, it yeah. just it gives you an uneasy feeling. Yeah. So I would say watching it in this time of season, it did scare me. Mm-hmm. It did. And I'm I there weren't like jump scares although yeah. although there were like the whole scene with the quote unquote burial ground in right. the bedroom. There were like little jump scares there, but and like there he pops out in places, but it's unexpected. It's not like unexpected. Right. You're expecting it. And the movie doesn't rely on that to yeah. be scary. It's just it's another one of those movies where when I see someone dressed up as Michael Myers on Halloween, I'm going to be a little creeped out. Oh, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> you know? sure. It's just, you just hold it up to that. When we were at Scaricon, there was that Michael yeah. Myers, uh, like, robot thing. That thing scared the bejeez out of me. Yeah. It's just the the character and how you can't connect with him at all. Mm-hmm. You just have no idea what he's thinking. Yep. It's just so creepy. Yeah. He just seems very not human. Mm-hmm. I think that the the character scares me more than the movie. I think that's a good way to put it. You know? I would agree. I would agree with that. I think the idea of the character is way scarier than the movie itself. Not to say that the movie wasn't scary. Yeah. Um, but when you're watching it now in 2015, you know, there's definitely, a, you know, some cliches in there that are now considered cliches probably at the time weren't. Yep. But um, also, I'm really nitpicky. <laughs> I'm really nitpicky when it comes to movies. And this is going to sound really dumb. But there was something I noticed. There was a scene where her and her friends, Jamie Lee Curtis and her friends, were walking home from school. And then, like, a few scenes later, like, not even, she's walking by herself. And there's, like, rain on the ground. And it hadn't been raining. Oh yeah, it hadn't rained, That's but then there were point. like puddles yeah. on the floor and I'm on the ground. And I just remember being like, "Continuity errors." There, there was uh. another, there was another <laughs> one I picked on. I don't know if you picked up on it, but the house that she's babysitting in, uh-huh. when she gets dropped off, the house is like, it, the the main door is like glass. It's one uh-huh. of those like glass doors. Okay, yeah. And then the rest of the movie, it's like solid wood. But oh, like when really? she walks in the first time, it's like glass. Ooh, yeah, I, miss, I missed that. I didn't catch up. On I noticed it. I it was kind of it was really subtle because subtle. like it's. It's not like zoomed in on the door when you watch it. It's really far out, okay. so you don't really pay attention to the door. I just right. kind of picked up on it. I don't yeah. know why. Oh, I I picked up on it because I was admiring how the windows match the door. Oh, yeah. So, I would say it holds up very well mm-hmm. against modern, mm-hmm. in the sense that it scares you. It doesn't rely on gore and effects. Mm-hmm. It relies on like scaring you intellectually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's important when you're looking at it now, just to see the significance that it has and, you know, 
I would say that film is definitely like a pioneer in the slasher, you know, whole slasher world franchise. I, I don't really want to say franchise, but, uh, you know, there's definitely, the, the, I feel like that movie brought some things we consider cliches now, but that movie's the reason that some of those cliches I feel like started, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's very important to uh, pay homage to. Homage. Yeah. So I guess without further ado, um, you don't really have a reference to go by for this. Mm-hmm. So I guess just do it the best you can. But out of 10, out of 10, 10 being the highest, Ooh. what do you, what do you give it? Out of 10, I would give this movie a solid eight. I would give it a seven and a half or eight. That's not, yeah, I, I'm giving it an 8.32. Okay. <laughs> I'm precise. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, I gave last week, what did we, uh, I forget what we did last week. Um, oh, we did, this. have you ever seen The Sixth Sense? Sixth I've seen parts sense. of it, I have not watched the whole thing through We yet. Um, We did that and I gave that an 8.5, I think. I okay. think that's a little better than this. Mm-hmm. Just not, not necessarily, I don't think The Sixth Sense is scarier, it's mm-hmm. just the way it's done executed yeah yeah just the idea of it um so i mean we've got a little over a minute left and we haven't even talked about halloween the season oh yeah halloween is in two days halloween is in two days what are you dressing up as i am dressing up as scrappy do and trick question i'm dressing up as scooby-doo yeah we're going we're, this little matchy costume we're a duo yeah it's gonna be awesome yep We'll definitely post pictures of that. For sure. On all of our pages. And that brings me to the part where I tell you about all of our social media. Mm. Yippee. Um, We are facebook.com slash theghostgoons. Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, uh, theghostgoons on all that. Hashtag ghostgoonshalloween. (laughs) Yeah. Do that. We'll we'll check your costumes out and we'll we'll maybe share them. Yeah. If you got something good. Hashtag you can't kill the boogeyman. <laughs> um, our email is something. I don't rem- Adam does that usually. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I think, isn't it like ghostgoons.info at, oh, it's, at oh, gmail? Oh, it's, it's ghostgoonsinfo at gmail.com. That's, That's what, it, what is. it is. Okay. So I'm going to take Adam's line, um, his ending remark. Okay. And it's going to be sad that he's not saying it, mm. but I'm going to say it. So thanks for joining us, Spencer. You're very welcome. You'll be with us many more times. Hopefully, yes. I would enjoy that. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for joining us, and have a safe, fun, candy-filled Halloween. Thank you very much. And let's go goon some ghosts. Let's do it. Bye. <laughs> with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.